The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respected managements or employees. Ah, Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. Okay. Ah, uh, gr- great little show uh, happening. The name of the episode is Porky Pigginit. That's a verb, I think. Uh, you'll just have to listen to figure it out. Uh, Porky Pigginit. I think that means sitting around the house without any pants on. Yeah, Porky Pigginit. All right. Uh, listen, we want to thank everybody. Thank you specifically for taking time. There are many podcasts, and we're glad that you take the time to listen to ours and download it. Uh, if, if you don't have time to listen to it, just go ahead and press play and hit off the volume and let it play, and then our numbers can go up. Okay. <laughs> Porky pigging it. I'm doing it right now. All right, I want to thank our uh, sponsors, of course, that make the party possible as well. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, they're open seven days a week. Their hold service is free, and with that, you get a discount of 20% off purchases over $20 or more. And you get the previews catalog for free, even better. 2043 East, 3300 South, it's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also want to thank our friends at Cabin Fever. Hi, Dave. Lunchboxes, playing cards, jigsaw puzzles, gift books, tin signs, and more. Visit them at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, located in the heart of Trolley Square. Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Also, Daniel, Chef Daniel Cantu, if you are having ingredients, groceries shipped to your home with a series of instructions and you have to do all the work, what's the point? Let Chef Daniel do it. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, too busy, or decided to make changes in their diet, don't know where to start. Local proud to source and serve a lot of local products so go to his website cantu's catering that's c-a-n-t-u-s catering.com for more information say hi to daniel for me all right also want to thank black velvet boutique uh the girls up in clearfield black velvet boutique.com excuse me they're open seven days a week uh dawn and leah say hi to them for me uh black velvet boutique not a porn store or a novelty store it's a store for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex And also, we are sponsored by the Tour de Cure. Ride, walk, or run on June 10th in Brigham City, Utah to support the American Diabetes Association. You can learn more and let them know you heard about it here by going to diabetes.org slash geekshow. One word. Geekshow is one word. All right? Okay, so the name of the episode is Porky Pigginit. And uh, if you stay till the very end of the episode, uh, Jimmy was at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway interviewing the director, the screenwriter, and the actors from this uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie, The Long Haul. Uh, Alicia Silverstone, Tom Everett Scott, Jason Drucker, uh, Jeff Kinney, and David Bowers are all being interviewed by Jimmy. So stay till the end of the episode for that. All right? Orky Pig in it. Pleased to enjoy. And welcome back to the basement. Woo! Sure is basementy in here. <laughs> basementy. Basementy. It's all hot as shit. I'm not hot at all. I was. Seriously? I'm not, I'm not hot anymore. No, and you have a jacket no, on. That yeah. shit, that shit was roasted. 90 degrees. I'm just dead inside. 
<laughs> and like a week, I, every year I just I marvel at it because like a week ago it was it was snowing it was literally fucking snowing. I just I just uh, the one time of year you'll ever see Jimmy not wearing a hoodie is like mid August. You'll see him in a t shirt and shorts once, and then he's back in the hoodie and jeans. <laughs> but the shorts are on my head and I'm pantless. So yeah, uh, that explains balls it. swaying. Yeah, fucking Porky Pig in it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my favorite thing. I used to do that shit around the house. Oh, I oh I love I, Porky Pig. You're doing it now. Yeah, I call it. Nice. Da- I call it. Daffy- I call it Daffy Ducking because my leg hair is white and downy. Oh yeah. <laughs> that, well, that'd be Donald Ducking. Donald Ducking. Yeah, yeah. that's Donald Duck. Daffy's got black. Da- yeah, da- I would yeah, say I he got- Daffy Duck. Yeah, I Daffy Duck. Oh my god. That would make me probably Donald. Then. No, you were. You're more of a Howard. Yeah, thank you. I got the hat. No, you, you got the hat and all the money. You're Scrooge, man. You're Scrooge, I, man. He, if you haven't gone duck, you're out of luck. Yeah, is that how we're starting this episode? Which duck are you? Yeah. Yeah. Which which uh, which cartoon animal without pants are you? Uh, I'm, I'm, I did almost shit my pants when someone sent me a video that the, someone has created uh, Scrooge McDuck's uh, go- coin saw, tower that, that you can jump into. Yep, what? but you can't swim it, around in it. Yeah. It's weird. You can. Try. I will do my goddamn darndest. Yeah. God, oh, so you say goddamn darndest. Mm-hmm. Interesting. How you shifted gears well, halfway I through would, that. I fucked that up. I, <laughs> I think I'm a more of a, a combo between Huey, Negaduck from Darkwing Duck, uh-huh. and Daffy. I know what I am. Launchpad. Oh. He, wears, he wears pants. You wear pants. I am... Uh, oh, I got pants on. I am the stuffed duck that's sitting on Porky's mantle that uh, that that Daffy sees when he's trying to migrate and decides he wants to stay indoors for the winter. Okay. Uh, hmm. You you know uh, that you went episode. deep on that yeah, one. Yeah, I, I was going to say. Uh, was very say. early Looney Tunes. <laughs> but, and it may actually be the very first appearance of Daffy Duck, if I think about it. But yeah, he's <laughs> flying south, and he sees Porky's house, and he lands and looks in the window, and there's a stuffed duck on the mantle. And Por- he thinks... And the thing about Porky is that he, when when he is himself, he's not wearing pants. But when he's in character, he wears pants. That's an actor's choice, is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> also, my favorite whiskey, actor's choice. Actor's choice. By name. <laughs> so we're like a creepy pantsless character. We're trying to figure out what, uh, which, no, which duck are you? Which pantsless cartoon well, character thought, are you? I thought it was which duck. I'm Bill O'Reilly. You Bill O'Reilly. That's good. <laughs> oh. I'm going to steal the. I'm going to steal a meme on Shannon's phone. <laughs> Congratulations to Heath Leverger on uh, eight years of sobriety. That's fucked up. Oh man, <laughs> that is screwed oh. up. That's not nice. <laughs> that was funny though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do. I, I'm Daffy Duck, but when his bill is behind his head, or the Chuck Jones car. Oh my god! I, <laughs> oh, so I grew uh, up on that Chuck Jones. You're duck cartoon. season. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> duck season. Daffy. Yep. All right. Uh, he's duck season. Daffy. He's Jimmy Martin. <laughs> Hi. Watch me on KSL. Uh, big movie mouth off. You can listen to me on the Arrow Geek Show and Mediocre Show, and read me in Slug. Bam. All right. Bamity bam. Um, uh, he went deep. He's Lee George K. Oh. Hi, I'm, I'm the newly minted uh, vegan jerky king of Salt Lake City. Hey. I might be the only vegan jerky maker in Salt Lake City. I'm not but vegan, and I eat meat. That shit is good. Thank it's you very much. Good, it's good, like, yeah. you, If you're looking for lunch, Fresh Eatery 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201, uh, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Also, uh, check out our website, FreshEats.com, because we just launched a line of jerky. And, uh, yeah, I've been hearing a lot of, I'm not even vegan, but that's good. It was so, like three seconds ago. Yeah, it's it's. but you're not the only one. What so made got, you want to do jerky? Yeah. Uh, I love jerky. So okay. it's one of those, we, we uh, vegans, especially level seven laser lotus vegans like myself, 
uh, you, you miss certain things. <laughs> so there's, laser lotus level? Yeah, there's there's Whoa. certain holy grails in veganism. So jerky's one of them. Uh, pastrami's another one because no one can do a vegan pastrami. Can you? Uh, I would love it. I can. Oh. The problem is I can't get the texture right, but I've got the taste profile down. But the gods anyways. will not allow it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> these, these if gods, you can do pastrami, you might convert me hard. These gods are these gods are cruel. But uh, yeah, the, the jerky is something that I've been working on for a long, long time, and it's uh, it's worked out pretty well. So um, anybody in the restaurant industry knows there's highs and there's lows, so you need something that does things consistently. You gotta get something so that's gonna good. get Guy Fieri to get in that fucking door. Yeah, oh, seriously. The- First time he walks through the door, I'm pulling out that gun. It'll oh, be, it'll be no, Guy season. No. You drop down. You fucking. You want that? Guys, I met him. Nice guy. Oh, I know. He's a super. Would you nice blow guy. that wig on the back of his head? Yep. If you hit him with a shotgun. <laughs> you know, Guy season. But the thing I like about you the- want that triple D money, motherfucker. <laughs> the thing I like you about want that the- triple D money. I like about the jerky is uh. It's just, well, it's easy to eat. You know, like, I mean, really. And, like, I. I find I, most things easy to eat. But I mean, it's just like. It's, coconut? It, well, one, the, hard pe- to get the into. pieces aren't large. Wait, I'm sorry. What? Yes, okay, kids' table, you gotta cut up food for me. Fuck! I mean, like. <laughs> One one thing we did. Hey Jay, here comes the airplane. <laughs> my, uh, my he doesn't like the cream spinach. My packaging my packaging is being finalized right now God as we speak. It. Otherwise, I would have brought up the packages. But let's just say I I may have stolen some lines from Star Wars for the packaging. Oh, okay. so Easter eggs or there's there. there's some there's some little inside some jokes. Eggs. Nice. nice. So, All right. Yeah. Jay's, I like this food because it fits in my mouth. Yum yum yum. Oh, and you guys also are uh, you're you're enjoying God some cookies damn. from our our uh, our friend's bakery that's in our restaurant. <laughs> It's a cakewalk bakery. Very they, good. They make a very good sugar cookie. It really very is. good. Jay, you open the door and we just walk I in. I know, but it's it's but honestly, uh, uh, jerky like sometimes it's easy to eat. Fuck you! It, <laughs> like you know, it's it, it not turns, easy to eat. Is rocks? God damn it! Rocks are hard to eat. <laughs> Unless you're a goose. Well, no, then it's okay. Jerky, yeah. you got to tear it. You got to it rips up your teeth. Yeah. It gets stuck in your. Those teeth. shelves are hard to eat too. Oh my god, I fucking hate all of you guys. <laughs> hey, I've been perfectly nice, so fuck you. Look, <laughs> but I'm, that's I'm over now. Until now, I'm just trying to compliment his product. I'm gonna get it. I appreciate. I appreciate. I appreciate your compliment. Are those headphones easy to eat, Jimmy? Now they're hard. Uh. Eat that Corona bottle, Shannon. Do it. <laughs> He, um, Eat it with it, your butt. I'm not gonna fucking do that. Do it for do it for my Instagram. He, I'll, um, I'll wait until Lee makes a Corona Light bottle to fit right in my mouth so I can chew it up. <laughs> he he um, he speaks for the pastrami gods. He is Shannon Barnson. <laughs> Show me what you Show got. Me what you got. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Rick and Morty! Oh, I'm so excited for that Rick and Morty truck. Yes. Wait, what? I'm excited for episode two. You don't know. I'm just excited for for episode two whenever that comes out. Adult, what is that? <laughs> Adult Swim has made a truck. Yeah, I, I just showed him. That, that looks like it's well, a, I'm for the uh, people listening. There's oh, people okay. listening. Um, <laughs> and it drives it drives butt first. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, that's the backside. <laughs> so there's this giant truck, and it looks like. It looks like it's so funny. It's, it's, it's Rick Sanchez. It's Rick Sanchez holding <laughs> on the top of this truck. Oh, and it's that's... driving around the country, and it's got exclusive merch, I guess you oh, can buy it. Oh, I, cool. I want to see that. And you will be He's able coming. to see it. I'm, uh, it's coming to Salt Lake? Salt Lake, somewhere yeah. June 24th. Look it up on Adult Swing. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, oh, and come to my goddamn pub quiz. Eight o'clock. You know, I'm fucking asking questions. And hey, how'd that, uh, how that herb round go? The what? The herb round. <laughs> yeah. Herb? Herb. Herb. 
Oh, we're pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, t- I took a picture of it and sent it to Lee because it's all about herbs. Yeah. And I go, hey, uh, I wasn't cheating. I said the round's over. Name these. Yeah. You got most of them. I got, I got about I got about five out of them. My wife nailed them all, but she said, hmm, this would be really hard for people who cook normally because most people work in dried Dry, herbs. Yeah. So when, yeah. when you There's see the picture herbs, you have to identify them. That's fucking edgy shit you get right there. <laughs> Can you imagine driving behind this and you just see Rick and Rick I, I Sanchez would, just staring at? Especially it. if it's a water cannon at front. Especially, if, would, you, especially if you have no fucking idea what Rick and Morty is. Yeah. If it were, if it were me, I would just crash out of excitement. <laughs> this is the greatest thing ever. I have peaked. <laughs> Like Sorry, Grandma! It's <laughs> like his honeymoon. He's easy to eat. He's Jay Whitaker. Hmm. I'm okay with that. We- <laughs> Difficult to drink, though. All right. Well, um, that's not what I heard. <laughs> wow. wow. Well, stick a dick in my ear and fuck what you hurt. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. I meant to say stick a dick in your ear and oh, fuck what you hurt. Okay. okay. Ruined. <laughs> Show me what you got. I, I don't have it. Not your cool. planet, because of that, not your planet, cool. your planet just exploded. Yeah, not, All right, guys. Not cool. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. Planet Earth is doomed. Um, oh, no, your planet. I'm glad I live on Earth and not Earth. But you know. yeah, not cool. <laughs> not cool. Uh, what's right. up, y'all? I'm Jay Whitaker. I'm doing shit. Fuck me on Twitter. What? He's doing shit. It's Jay Whitaker. That's it. All right. All right. <laughs> Easy to eat, baby. He would explode with excitement. He is Quad T. Hey, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the uh, Gadget Spot podcast talking about gadgets, uh, games, video games, and technology with Excitable James. Excitable James. There we go. <laughs> He's lounging over there like George Costanza in that picture. Fucking <laughs> guy on couch over there. Uh, I, I didn't know you had a, your new co-host, Comatose James. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, it's barely conscious, James. Now, <laughs> if I was a pantsless uh, cartoon character, I think I'd be Baloo from Tailspin. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I can see that. Yeah, absolutely. Even with the hat too. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know who's not wearing pants right now? Right now? Well, that's our captain. Oh! That's oh. Carrie Jackson. Oh! Is that, this is yep. his house. Uh, sir, sir, will you please put on some... <laughs> Take yeah. off all well, the pants. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. I like how he doesn't want to see every, anybody else's dick, but we have to look at his. Sorry. Yo! Double standard. I Show me your hike. crotch. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? I went on a naked hike, like, on Tuesday. What? what? Yeah. Mm. Over in a... In a it's, mm. Are you on that reality show? No, it was... Oh. No, no, not that one. Um, but it's uh, it's a canyon that rhymes with Phil, Phil Meek. Uh, <laughs> I think that's, I know the one you're talking about. Here, yeah, right? I totally... like. Jay I was, was like, naked in your backyard, Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was... I think the neighbors would have noticed. On, on, no, I found this very, like, secluded spot. Like, I went with some friends, and nothing like happened. Like you do. This is getting weird. I went to job. Like, hey Shannon, you want to go on a hike? No. Okay. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> what's why? What's wrong? What's wrong with going on a naked hike with your buddies? Yeah. Hold on. All right. I'm mad that we out. don't do this. Somebody get me a pencil. I got. I got. Right. Right. I, I want to find that. Five, I want to find that scene from Guardians where, where Drax. Like, uh, Here's a pen right here. I don't, I don't mind there the naked go. hike. It's the naked <laughs> water slide <laughs> yeah. park you keep inviting me to. There we go. I mean, that is, <laughs> at least, I know Lee will come with me. The water slide. There's a pen. Why I think going for a naked hike. I got your pad of paper right there. Let's do that. One weird. Two weird. Three weird. 
so so Carrie, as a as a pantsless uh, wealthy millionaire, um, I, I do I do enjoy that your doorbell is a re-recording of Tom Petty's uh, Tom Petty's free falling. Oh, you know, free balling, free balling. Yeah, and, you know, and I took a long time to set that up, and it, I'm sorry. It breaks my parody song rule. Yeah. Um, Monday through Friday, six to ten. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Monday through Friday, six to ten. X ninety six. X ninety six com. Uh, let's see now. Uh, we were talking about it before we started recording, so let's do it now. Uh, we've all only seen the first episode of American Gods so yeah. far. I as, haven't seen. I haven't seen it. As this, epi- as this episode it. lands, the second or third will. Have been is that on, the but, show that you said we needed to support? Yeah. It doesn't need the support. The ratings are fine. Are they? they've already, yes. they've I know. I know some uh, people who are of the religious persuasion who are not thrilled with the show. But I, well, guess, with guess what, Nancy? It's not for you. Well, they and they should really be more upset with Lucifer because of the stuff they're doing. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, there's very, very. If I remember the book correctly, there's very little Christian. No, there's there's uh, there's one point where Mister Wednesday is trying to figure out how a uh, a nomad desert god yeah. managed to find purchase but, in but America's soil. That's but, about it. Yeah, the rest of it all has to do with like all old gods that nobody really believes in anymore, right? And, and new in, gods, and in some cases, adaptations that the exactly. Christianity took in, like exactly. like uh, like Easter. I, um, I remember reading the book ten years ago. You know, pretty fresh off my uh, mission, and thinking not not ever once thinking this is yeah. You know, burr, 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 burr. For those who don't know. Uh, Tony is a Mormon, and that is a Mormon LDS mission. That's right. Okay. What? Yeah. That's the one. All right. So uh, the show, the show itself is is gorgeous, and I love. I read a review of it last week where they said it's a show that even people who've read the book don't have to worry about knowing what's going on yeah. because visually it's just going to punch you in the face. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's it's Brian Fuller, the guy who did Pushing Daisies, and he did uh, he did uh, Wonder Falls. And then he did Hannibal, and I think Hannibal was the warm-up for this show. Yes, if you were a hmm. fan of Hannibal, which we were, yeah, uh, boy, every season, that it was like a different show every season, a different look every season. Yeah. He's taking that paintbrush well, he, and is just, it's, it's on everybody, full Everybody who's ever worked with him on these other projects is working on this show, yeah. except for the two that stayed on to do. And weep ye mighties. This is what you could have had for Star Trek. Yeah, I know. And it's breaking my heart. But on the other hand, I'll take this American Gods because yeah. holy shit. So good. I don't I don't know anything at all. I've never read the book, anything like that. Yeah, so I, don't, it, I don't know shit. It's one book, right? It's one book with one pseudo sequel. Yeah, and so Anansi Boys. Are they planning a is this a mini series or are we going I, for so, a, I, so I read I they're just gonna tell the story. Well I read a uh, article or an interview with Neil Gaiman who wrote the book and is very involved in the in the T V show. He said the first series is gonna take you about a third or halfway ish through the book, and I know exactly. Okay. It, so, hearing that, I know exactly where the series where will break. stop. Yeah, for the first and season. is it eight or it's just eight episodes this first I time think around? So. Isn't? Yeah, I think so. Uh, but uh, it's it's got some some terrific what performances. Good, great year for TV because oh. I mean after after Legion, oh, which was just yes. stunning, and then. Yes. Great I, love, I mean, TV's been killing so, it for a couple has, of years. TV's <laughs> better than movies right now. It is. It, it's, it's, I'm it's, sorry. It's definitely it's it's more consistent than movies. So for if sure. You're, if you're not familiar with the good. with the premise of American Gods, basically uh, gods need worship, yeah. and if you don't have worship, those gods become weak. So the premise is that here in America, a lot of different migrant groups have come and with that they brought their religion and their culture but usually as is the case with immigration people take on the the, the norms of the of the culture that they're assimilating into mm-hmm. and so those gods become more and more powerless over time and they're desperate to keep their power so there's there's a scene in the first episode with uh, Bilquis who's an African sex goddess 
and uh, the way she keeps people worshiping her Whoa. is 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 Whoa. horrifying. But it's also incredible, and uh, it, was, it was fascinating to watch yeah. as well. Yeah, and the, this next like, the second episode is bringing on? in my favorite character from the book, uh, Chernabog, the Russian god of murder. Uh, who's just is this... Is that uh, Peter... Uh, yeah. I can't remember. Peter something is his last name. I believe it's Stormare. Stormare, yeah. Stormare. I love so, Peter Stormare. So this is a guy who wanders around basically in baggy pants, uh, suspenders, and a, and a wife beater, mm-hmm. and a, a sledgehammer that bleeds constantly. Mm-hmm. And he, he's always telling the hero, Shadow, uh, someday, when you least expect it, my hammer, your head. Oh, man. It's just... Uh, it's, it's just... It's, it's good storytelling. It's actually phenomenal storytelling. And well, so far, from what I've seen, extraordinarily well acted, produced, and, directed. And if you saw Ian McShane in Deadwood as, as Swear Engine, he's playing it kind of similarly. Yeah. He's just that charming, smooth, quick motherfucker. That scene on the plane. That that Exactly. The scene yep. on the plane defines the character. Uh, he's now he is uh, he's Odin. It's Mr. Wednesday. Mr. Wednesday. Mr. Wednesday. But when, you, know. It, you know, but you you, yeah. you if you know your Norse mythology at all, yeah. he even says, "What day is it? Wednesday? And, oh, it's my, it's my day." day. And re, and uh, and remind me uh, the the leprechaun, the guy who says I'm a leprechaun, Mad I'm, Sweeney. Mad Sweeney. Yeah. Holy who's, shit! Who's who is a, a, a? I've heard the legend before, but I yeah, he's he's a he's a brawler trickster leprechaun, and uh, that when, scene was so cool. Yeah, and he walks oh in, gosh. and the guy says, "What's what's your story?" He says, "I'm a leprechaun." And he's like seven feet tall. Yeah. Like, muscle. You're, and, uh, you're too tall to be a leprechaun. It's yeah, like, and he yeah. says, oh, it's a stereotypes it's a, again. Yeah, yep. and that fight scene, that fight scene just just cements that. Well, because he's doing shit with coins. Yeah. <laughs> gold the, coins. The gold the coins. Coin tricks. And when you realize oh, these are old man. Gaelic coins from like 700 AD, and he's pulling them out of people's noses. and So cool. Uh, yeah. What the uh, fuck? I got to see yeah, this. I, I, yeah. I, so, like, I need to so, watch this yeah. show. This show is like, if you didn't know anything about Legion and you started watching Legion, the yeah. first episode is the same thing for American Gods. If you don't know anything about the book, you're going to watch it in the first episode. You're going to be like, well, what is going well, on? And that, but you'll want to watch it more. That exactly happened. My wife watching it mm-hmm. got over and she goes, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. But I like this, but I don't know what's happening. What is, and so I started to go, all right, Mr. Wednesday is, and she goes, nah, bah, 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 I'll figure it out. What, yeah. is, what yeah. is amazing is, and they're doing this perfectly. They're doing it in the show perfectly. When, when Gaiman, when he wrote the book, it was uh, he was driving down the road, and he saw some roadside attractions and thought, what would the old gods think of these things? Mm. And so the, the story, the scene that I think is going to end the season is in one of these weird, tunneled out of a rock in the middle of nowhere roadside attractions. But... Um, he also comes up with a theory. Now, he wrote this in 2001. So he starts going, here we have nascent technologies that are taking over, and more pe- people spend more time. This is before iPhones, before iPads. Right. It's like people spend more time on the Internet now than they do at church. So new gods are emerging. Yes. And, and they, they, they hint at this in the first episode. Yeah, the, 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 the technology they, kid in the limousine. Yeah, the yeah, technical boy makes his appearance. Yeah, <laughs> as, and it's right out of the book, except without the VR goggles, but so right. what? But the... That ends up being the thing. Is these old gods decide they're going to take on these uh, these emergent new gods, and it's it's kind of it's kind of breathtaking. It's uh, so cool. Yeah, I can't wait to watch more episodes. It, it makes me laugh when you guys talk about with like Legion and whatnot. Is we had a close friend actually say, she's like, "I started watching Legion." Yeah, I'm like yeah. She's like, "I have no idea what's going on." I go, <laughs> "None of us do. None of us do. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody." Does. I just I just tell people hang in there. Yeah, you gotta you gotta hang. You can hang on. in there. I still don't know what I the fuck's it. going on. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That, that the last part of that it, of season the season. finale. I'm like, 
Okay then. I, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't know okay. what just happened, but I'm along for the ride. Uh, yeah. Great so they, acting, great you know, you know, cinematography, everything. But I just what, okay. What's, what's coming with American Gods though that, that that I'm so excited about is like uh, Jillian Anderson's coming up. Oh. Uh, she plays uh, one of the new gods. She plays she plays media. media. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's a scene if they pull this off because okay, spoiler. There, this African sex goddess has a scene in the book that everybody said if this ever becomes a movie, they can't, or show, or anything, they no. can't do the Bilquis scene. They did the Bilquis scene. In the first episode. It was, it was so crazy. There is a scene in the book where uh, Shadow, the main character, um, Lucy, not, not Lucille Ball, but Lucy, Lucy Ricardo from I Love Lucy, uh, keeps talking to him through the TV. That's right. Uh, she she wants to seduce him to the, to the new gods. Yeah. And so... If they can pull that off, well, I've already seen her in costume. Yeah, not only is she going to do that, but, <laughs> but she's also going to do Judy Garland. Oh, oh God, awesome! And I think she's doing Marilyn Monroe. I need to watch this because the scene, the scene where it's literally Lucy in the Chocolate Factory, and she comes up and she starts unbuttoning her blouse, saying "Shadow, Shadow." There's some things we need to talk about, and it's what the, the room? fuck? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's here's the thing about religion. It's terrifying, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's how you keep your that's how you keep the flock in line. You scare them with your with your god. You behave yourself and your god's good, but don't behave yourself and your god is terrifying and vengeful and and all of them are. They're all petty. They all want your your worship. Mm-hmm. And so media more than all, media wants you to spend all day watching media. Yep. It's important that you worship that box. I, I have a question. Yeah. Um is Beyonce, one of the new gods. I, I, I'm sure at this point she is. <laughs> okay, she should be. Yeah. Right? I just, I, she's 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 achieved that status, I believe. But it's yeah. it's one of those shows, just like so many others that have come out recently, where I just watch it and go, yeah, this is this is the ascendancy of entertainment. It is. Well, yeah, we, I mean, we were just talking about it in the hallway. I mean, we got right. we got so many good shows on right now. We got Fargo oh, is another Jesus. one that, that you guys need to be watching. The yep. season three but it never is, existed ten years ago. Yeah, Fargo is uh, Fargo, a cable TV show that has a level movie actors in it. Yeah. Yes. yes, and Fargo, if you see the 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 style, that's Noah Hawley who is the Legion. Guy behind Legion. Legion. Oh. Is, it, is it Ewan that's in? Uh, Oh, Ewan McGregor, McGregor yeah. plays two different characters in it. He plays uh, twin yeah. brothers, and they're, both, and they're ugly. Yeah, and they're both fucking gross. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Billy Billy Bob Thornton's this is this uh, this. He's insane, back. Uh, no, no, in no. the first season, oh, I, yeah. I haven't seen the second. Oh, that's, so, that's the third. I know we're we're, I we're know. third season right now. Oh man! So there's I mean there's there's that uh, there's the I don't the most, have enough time. There's there's the most depressing show on TV that's doing its final season right now. The CNN? leftovers. Oh, uh, leftovers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, leftovers <laughs> fucked me up. I can't uh, do it. I can't finish. I kind of had to drop this, that into this, this uh, third this third season. The, is, the is Expanse, so which might be some of the best science fiction oh, yeah. ever made. Yeah. <clears throat> so. There's Very so many good. good shows on right now. Silicon Better Valley. Call Saul. Silicon Valley's great. Silicon Valley. Oh, Better Silicon Call Valley. Saul. Oh, that's our favorite <laughs> yeah, show Call right Saul. now. I'm a sound good. I don't know if you guys. It's an old show, but the Goldbergs. Oh my god. Oh, it's still. It's that still show cons- is fucking hilarious. It is consistent. Every, that's my childhood. Every episode is consistently funny. Oh my god. And uh, oh, anyway, too you many go shows. On and on and on. All right. But we we talk we talk so often about oh I I love this book I love this comic I'd love to see it as a movie and anymore I don't say movie I'm like I want to see the TV series. Yeah, I want some long form storytelling. Uh, I say either. I'll give well, us, I'll and, give and if they do it right form. with the Dark Tower, that could be really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got the Dark Tower. Or, <laughs> or go back and forth on these things. But what you can do, and I think Game of Thrones was the first one to really prove it, is you can take a season to tell a story, and then and then maybe move on to the next book. So with American Gods, you know, if you can do if you can do twenty six hours out of one book, 
Um, you've, you've done an amazing thing. Oh, yeah. We haven't even seen Orlando Jones yet on the show. Yeah, I got the Orlando Jones. The 7-Up guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Got Mad TV. Uh, he's, I like he's, that. Uh, no, he's great. He was pretty good in uh, the first season of uh, whatever uh, show was canceled. Sleepy Hollow. Oh. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, he, he was, was very good in that. And his character is, uh, right, that he's, was a show too. He's, playing, he's playing Mr. <laughs> Nancy. The, oh, he's playing Mr. Yeah, Nancy? he's playing uh, the, uh, a Nancy, the, yeah, the African or, uh, spider guy. Anansi, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Okay. See, now, if they, if now, they sp- now I'm hooked. If they that's spin, what I re- they, And the sequel, the sequel. Oh if they spin off and start doing Anansi boys, boys. Oh, man. And that's the story of, of the two demigods yeah. that don't know they're Anansi's sons trying I, to figure out. I remember reading about this when I was in third grade. Like, yeah. And that, I went to a predominantly black elementary school and... They they taught us a lot about this, so that not Anansi's that, Anansi's fantastic. I am excited to see that. Is this this old trickster god? Yeah, old no, it's, it's, trickster yeah. god. Gosh, that's so cool. I, I mean, like I was already intrigued. You should with, like, you should read the book. It's yeah, good. Yeah. So yeah. like that. That's what I'm saying. Is this one of those situations where I should actually read the book? First? Absolutely. Would, at this point, I, that's what I told our friend Paul because he hadn't read the book yet. He watched, he watched the episode. Mm. Like and he's like, "Wow, I, I, this is cool. Should pages. I read the book before I watch anymore?" I'm like, "No, just, just watch the show and then read See, the book." So, I have trouble, with, guys. With the Nancy boys, there's no guarantee it's going to be a show. So I say, go ahead and read the book. I like that you're per, like really pronunciating because I almost thought you said Nazi boys for a minute. No, a Nancy. <laughs> okay, <thank you. laughs> no. I just wanted to clarify for our listeners. So I'd say go ahead and read that one. But All yeah, right. for American Gods, just watch the show and read the book after because it's yeah. already going. Yeah, but okay, yep. too many shows. I, I don't mind. I feel like we worship like too many gods. There's 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 Hulu, Netflix, <laughs> Amazon Video, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, Twitter. All right. After, After these messages, messages, we'll be right back. Doctor Volt's Comic Connection. It is May, and that means Free Comic Book Day is Saturday, May sixth, nine a.m. to six p.m. And everything in the store wide is twenty to fifty percent off. Let's see what else is going on in the month of May at Doctor Volt's. The all-new comic based on the Injustice 2 video game is here. Superman is imprisoned, and it's up to Batman to put the world back together. All-new Guardians of the Galaxy are on the run again, this time from the Nova Corps. Cable returns this month to his own monthly series. With all of time hanging in the balance, will Cable fulfill his mission? Well, you'll just have to find out. Stargate Universe begins right where Season 2 of the acclaimed science fiction TV series ended with the crew and unwilling passengers of the Destiny set to cross a vast expanse of space with no margin of error. All fans of the show will find out what happens next. And of course, don't forget, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection always offers 10% off for all active and retired military. Support local business, get out of the house, make some new in-real-life friends. They're open seven days a week. Their hold service is free, and with that, you get a discount of 20% off purchases over $20 or more, and you get the previews catalog for free with that. 2043 East, 3300 South. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. It's May. It's May. The lusty month of May. Whether you're celebrating National Paranormal Day, that's May 3rd, National Star Wars Day, May 4th, of course, National Wine Day, May 25th, National Honor Our LGBT Elders Day, May 17th, or of course, Mom's Day, Sunday, May 14th, it looks like the month of May was made for Cabin Fever customers. Priding themselves in retro candy, hilarious books, tin totes, rubber duckies, jigsaw puzzles, gift books, and licensed merchandise, it's about time to drop in and meet them. For 35 years, Cabin Fever has been the store for eccentric folks with too much unique tastes. 
So visit Cabin Fever in the heart of historic Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East in Salt Lake City, Utah. Stop in, meet the staff, say hello to Dave, tell him Geek Show says hey, thanking you for your continued support for shopping local. Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, or are too busy, or have decided to make changes in their diet, and don't know where to start. This is From Scratch Cooking, in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon, he's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients local. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Broken News, welcome to it. Thanks for joining me for Broken News, Shannon. Hey, you're welcome. Appreciate it. No, it's Mother's Day, it's hard. Yeah, you know, we don't have any plans, do we? No. <laughs> As we're recording this, it is Mother's Day. I spent Mother's Day with my mom this morning. <laughs> Gave her a nice dusting. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I realize, I re- I realize that, that uh, my mom's been dead over 10 years. It's crazy. I just thought about that the other day. It is crazy. It doesn't seem that long. Yeah. See a Jawa up there? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. There's one just like it in her Koskin. Uh, Koskin. Her Koskin. Her Kafkin. <laughs> sure. The box they put her in. Yeah. yeah. It's in there. Alternative words. Yeah, you know, we're always <laughs> learning. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's start with uh, letters. Tony, if... if oh, God damn it. Tony, insert the letters jingle in here if you... And I know if you didn't, that means you didn't listen to this. You just threw it together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, Geek Show, just wanted to drop a note to say thank you for putting out such an amazing podcast each and every single week. The work that must go into creating and producing this much awesome content must be unreal. <laughs> that's, that's a way to put it. <laughs> I also wanted to share a thought I had while listening to this week's episode. Stringy, Jimmy... Mentioned that he doesn't read a lot of comic books, so he loves seeing the reaction of his friends, who do read a lot, a lot of comic <laughs> books, when watching the movies. Uh, this resonated with me because I've never picked up a single comic book. I tune in every week because of the passion you have for your geekdom and the way you guys make me laugh, even if I don't totally understand the jokes. Admittedly, a lot of the things you guys discuss end up being way over my head, but when I listen, I feel like you guys are my people, even though on the surface it would appear we have very little in common. Thank you for being genuine human beings and creating a show geared toward geeks, but really is for everyone. You guys are awesome. Megan. Megan, I... (laughs) You're 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 the only person who has ever said this to me. Yeah. 
<laughs> that that this is a show for everyone. Uh, she's no, our kind of gal. She's that our Megan. kind of gal. That Megan, we like her. Uh, yeah, we keep getting accused of getting either too deep in the weeds. Oh, you should see my emails. We either what? get we either get too deep in the weeds, or we only cover you know surface stuff and don't go deep enough. And, 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 yeah, I just you know uh, start your own fucking podcast. Everybody most, has, and most of them have. <laughs> all right. First of all, we need to raise a glass. Oh shit! I don't oh, you don't have it. Oh, no. We'll get you something later. Yeah. Stanley Weston, the guy who invented oh GI Joe. That's right, and He Man, and He Man. Yeah, dies in yeah. eighty four. Uh, he was uh, eighty four. Died May first in L A. Um, born in Brooklyn, nineteen thirty three. Served in the army shortly after the Korean War ended. Returned to New York, found a job at McCann Erickson Advertising Agency. Enrolled in night courses for an MBA at NYU. Weston soon discovered a talent for up-and-coming licensing and merchandi- uh, merchandising industry. He, he started his own place, Weston Merchandising. And when Mattel's Barbie dolls were introduced in 1960, Weston realized boys were an untapped market for the doll industry after noting that many of them played with the Ken doll. Ah. So he conceived the idea of not a doll, but an action, action figure. figure. The military action figure in 1963 sold G.I. Joe. And then it just, it just kept going. And he, he started his own uh, you know, agency again with Charlie's Angels stuff and Nintendo and WWF, ALF, Welcome Back Cotter, Thundercats. So I bought a ton of his shit. Well, he, my parents did. I was going to say, he he was quite influential <laughs> on a lot of us Yeah, on this show. And you, listening. Except for Megan, probably. Yeah. <laughs> she just enjoys that we enjoy G.I. Joe. <laughs> we love you, Megan. You see, Megan, G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> We're not teasing you, Megan. Uh, let's see. Now, I put it this way when I, when I started putting the news together. For this, there's kind of a lot this week. There is a lot, and and to sum it up in one sentence, it, everyone except for Megan has read a comic book. I'm betting that a comic book you have read has got a TV show coming, right? I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I've got. Look at the list I've got here. Uh, sci-fi has ordered uh, full the series. That Krypton show, you know, the Superman yeah. without a Superman show uh-huh. without a Superman. That'll that'll you work. You know, Superman. You like the Superman? <laughs> Want to? We're gonna make a show about his grandpa. About his grandpa. <laughs> oh fuck! Can his grandpa fly? No, 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 no. He was a poli- he was a politician. Can he shoot beams out of his eyes? No, no. Uh, he, he was a politician. Uh, That's all. okay. Yeah, yeah. So that'll work. But that was ordered complete to series. And Sci-Fi also ordered this This one I'm interested in. Grant Morrison's book, Happy. Are you familiar with this? Because remember I said fuck That's Grant right. Morrison. That's right. You, you don't like Grant yeah. Morrison anymore. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> uh, it was uh, picked up to pilot in September. And, uh, is, and uh, it will be series, according to this. What's it uh, about? Morrison uh, and Derek Robertson's image comic revolves around Nick Sachs, an intoxicated, corrupt ex-cop turned hitman, who is adrift in a world of casual murder, soulless sex, and betrayal. After a hit gone wrong, his inebriated life is changed forever by a tiny, relentlessly positive, imaginary, blue-winged horse named Happy. <laughs> okay. 
I'm in. <laughs> so Happy shows up. For the, hey! And he's like, God, shut up! It's Bobby Moynihan is the voice of Happy. Oh, God. And Christopher Maloney is, is the cop. So that, Hi, that sounds all right. That, I, I will watch the shit out of that. I will. And then this one. So Sci-Fi's trying to have shows again, They're, huh? they're working on shows. And... Um, then there's this one, and I, I thought about texting you immediately, but I wanted to surprise you. Judge Dredd, Mega City One. I saw, yeah, I saw a thing on that. TV series. It's an early Love development. They, they haven't announced who's going to play the, the judge. <laughs> I say go ahead and make it Carl Urban. Why not? Because yeah. uh, I like him. He was uh, great. He was very good at it. Uh, now, this is, this is the group uh, that have also developed a couple of good shows. Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Helix, which was a show that I only watched. I don't think anyone else watched. No. But if you watch both these shows, you you know that they are perfect for the tone of what Judge Dredd needs to be. Yeah, grimy. Exactly. So you're getting a Judge Dredd TV series. Oh God! I hope that who's that one guy? There's that one guy that has the dial on his head. <laughs> Like I'm mad, goes from crazy to not crazy with oh, his dial. It's I just awesome. hope Judge Death is on the show. Yeah. I just that's all I hope for. Anyway, so there's that. Uh we got uh, another season of uh, Agents of Shield by the skin of its teeth it sounded we, like. We, yeah, very close. It was very close. Um but uh they're they're hoping that the Inhumans coming on soon will stir more interest in this all that. This season's been really has good, been so especially fucking like good. this last. Oh. And like I said a couple episodes ago. I and you know I I Hated that show when it first came on. Mm-hmm. Love it now. Well, the Ghost Rider thing and the 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 the, the robots. Mm-hmm. It's just been the agents th- of Hydra things. Have been and fantastic. that that has been terrific. How we were able to get Madame Hydra, yeah, but not get Madame Hydra. Right. <laughs> you have to watch it and see. But it was so cool. And then there's this one, New Mutants, which we knew was going to happen. Now, is it a movie or a TV show? Oh, that's a movie. Let me save that. I, I see. I got them all because I because there's other yeah. X-Men shows that I've got it mixed up with. Hang on, we'll get to New Mutants in a minute. Um, yeah, The Gifted, which is an X-Men TV show. Uh, they've ordered that, the series. So you're going to get at least a season of I've that. I've never even heard of that. This is uh, The Gifted, formerly uh, it's Matt Nix and Brian Singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drama will debut in the fall. Uh, there's some footage out there if you, if you look for it. The Gifted uh, has been... Uh, let's see. Oh, is it that one with the, with the family on the run? Yes. Okay. That's it. Uh, revolves around a suburban couple, Amy Acker and Stephen Moyer, whose lives are Amy rocked. Amy Acker? Yes. Oh. Whose lives are rocked by the sudden discovery their children possess mutant powers, forced to go on the run from a hostile government. Uh, Brian Singer is directing the first episode. Uh, we, we know that Polaris is one of the mutants yeah. that will be in it. Beyond, beyond that, I don't recall. She's... Green-haired, green-haired magic, right? No, magnetic powers. She's, oh, oh, she's is she's one of uh, Magneto's kids. Yeah, or uh, I think so. She's related yeah. somehow. Anyway, and then there's this was the big news earlier in the week, and this is fascinating to me. Deadpool, right. the animated comedy series, is going right. to happen on FXX, which means it's going to be filthy, and it can be. Yeah, it can be. What happened was is that. It, the way the way they put it is executives at FFX's Archer, they're just fans of Deadpool. Yeah, and they said, "Well, we should do a Deadpool show, then, shouldn't we? Who do we call?" Right. 
But is it like Donald Glover's yes. like involved in it? Donald Glover and his brother Stephen are set to they write. They do uh, Atlanta. They do Atlanta. Which they, is a great show. Executive produce and serve as showrunners for an animated adult action comedy series. So you're getting Jeff Loeb, Jim Chory joining them as executive producers. Loeb and his executives, they're, they're, they're going to do it. Huh. It yeah. will be a Deadpool animated series. And it'll be dirty because it's to be on FXX. Yeah. Uh, the writer's room for the animated series has already been set up. They're in London uh, where, uh, where he's doing uh, the Han Solo uh, oh. movie, the young Han Solo movie. So they're, they're working on it now. Uh, so there you go. That, that, Could you imagine? All this TV. Could you imagine? You're like, what? I'm going to fly to London and start writing a Deadpool cartoon? I'm flying to London to be Lando Calrissian. And I'm going to bring a bunch of my friends. And we're going to write my friends and we're writing Deadpool cartoon. God damn. That's, I <laughs> fucked up somewhere. <laughs> I fucked up hard. Uh, all right. Me and Al just like, oh, God, 13 days. I don't have to smell farts. <laughs> And Donald, Donald Glover's is in London with his friends, right? Deadpool. Starring as Lando. Sit down! That's me! <laughs> Sit down! Uh, okay, New Mutants. That's that's the movie. Okay, they've cast a couple of people in uh, New Mutants. Uh, the movie will focus on the angst-driven adventures of a group of teens that include... Uh, uh, Native American Danielle Moonstar. Yeah, she's got cool powers. Scott's girl Wolfbane. Yeah. Uh, Brazilian <laughs> Brazilian ladies' man Sunspot. You betcha. Robert Acosta. Roberto Acosta. A Kentuckian codenamed Cannonball. And, Sam something. And a Russian teen Magic with a K. That is Colossus's little sister. And also Warlock is in there. Yeah. They are putting Warlock Oh, that's in. awesome, because I love that character. My guess is it'll be animated, because gotcha. they haven't talked about casting. But uh, Anna Taylor-Joy is going to play Magic, mm. a, a girl who has learned sorcery and uses teleportation discs to travel. Uh, she is Colossus's sister. Yeah. Uh, Liliana Rasputin. Yes. And uh, Maisie Williams, who is Arya Stark on Game of yeah, Thrones. I saw this. It's good casting. Will play Wolfsbane. Yeah. The girl struggling to reconcile her religious beliefs with her power to turn into a wolf. She's a tortured Christian werewolf. Yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they all, though? Uh, yeah, so there you go. They're they're searching now for uh, Moonstar and uh, Sunspot. And Cannibal. And Cannibal. So uh, there you go. You're getting a new Mutants movie. Again. Yeah. I, I, what I, the fuck, <laughs> right? You you read new? I didn't read. I used to love that. Oh, I didn't okay. read the X Men books too much, and so this is you and Lee have got to be flipping about this. <laughs> I'm pretty excited because those are pretty cool characters. Yeah. And speaking of Lee, I, I mean this this was this is old news, but I do want to talk with him about it. See, have you talked to him about the Hellboy reboot? No, because it's uh, it's no, you know, it's all new. Yeah, all It'd new be, writers, like, everybody. Man, people are either some people are pissed off. Oh, a lot of people are pissed off. Most of the internet is pissed off about this, but to them, I say the Jimmy Martin mantra: "Show me what you got." Yeah, show me what you got. So the writers they say that they're going to lean more toward the horror element, yeah. uh, you know, like the comic. And uh, David Harbor is playing him. He's the sheriff from Stranger Things. It's okay casting, I think. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, like a, it's not like Ron Perlman could play him forever. He's getting old. Well, exactly. I mean, a lot of people don't realize, you know, when you see him in person, it's, uh, 
He's, he's old as shit. He's old as shit. Yeah. Sorry. You know. It's like when I met Lance Henriksen, I was like, oh, ah. oh yeah. You're made out of jerky. Old as shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so there you go. That's, uh, that's uh, the broken news that I have. Uh, Jimmy, stay till the end of this episode. He is. Uh, he recorded these interviews from the uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Right? Isn't that this weird? This is like the weirdest fucking junket. It's for the Diary, Diary of a Wimpy, Wimpy Kid, Kid, The Long Haul. It's like the second movie they made. I no, think. it's like the third. Is, is it third? Yeah. I don't keep track of them. Um, but, but he's he's interviewing. <laughs> but they flew to Indiana. <laughs> I know. Weird, right? Did you see? Like he's like, a, like at the last minute they flew in there and, yeah. and said, "Here, you need it's it's this movie and race cars for some reason." <laughs> yeah, they see Matt Letterman. He met Letterman, which was cool. But at the end of this episode, he's he's uh, interviewing Alicia Silverstone, uh, Tom yeah. Everett Scott, Jason Drucker, who's the wimpy kid, uh, the screenwriter Jeff Kinney, and the director David Bowers, and a, and a car, and a car. He said Levar Burton's been wandering around his hotel. What's LeVar Burton doing down there oh, in I guess celebrities like that car stuff. I guess. Oh, they are into it. I knew yeah. Letterman was into it. He looks like a sea captain now, doesn't he? He does. He looks like the guy in the fish sticks box. Oh. <laughs> he looks like Morton. I trust the Gortons. Captain Morton. <laughs> the Gortons Morton fisherman. <laughs> you see what he said? Jimmy said, thank you for years of entertaining television. And Letterman said something to the fact that... God bless you. God bless you. I don't God know what you. you've been watching. Though. I don't know what you were watching all those years. <laughs> He's so good. Huh? Oh, fuck. All right. Anything uh, before we get back to the episode, Porky Piggin' It? It's <laughs> <laughs> the name of the episode, Porky nah, Piggin' It. Yeah. You watching anything? American Gods just keeps getting better and I better. I have not watched it yet. Oh, I've got Jesus. it all in my DVR. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I'm obsessed with uh, Fargo, man. Fargo has been Holy so fucking crap. good. Why can't that, why can't um, Doors and Automatic... Uh, <laughs> Soap dispensers and shit. See that lady? Because she was in the leftovers. <laughs> Maybe that's a, that's the connection that I've got with it. It's got but, no soul. But the other one that has gotten really good is Better Call Saul. I'm behind on that too. Oh, it is. I tell you, it, the dynamic between Bob o, Bob Odenkirk and Michael McKean. Yeah. They need Emmys. Yeah. And they need them now. And it's so well written. It's so fucking good. The person I watch it with, we keep getting distracted, and I, I'm behind. <laughs> Get distracted by fun. By fun. It is distracting. Fun's getting away my TV shows. <laughs> well, you got to have less fun. You're missing out on all these shows. It's such a double-edged sword. I know, I can't right? decide what to do. All right. Let's get back to the uh, episode, Porky Piggin' It. Porky Piggin' It. Please to enjoy. Black Velvet Boutique, I've had a lot of Geek Show podcast listeners thank me for introducing them to Black Velvet Boutique. Well, Dawn and Leah at Black Velvet Boutique want to thank you for stopping by. They're located at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. It's a sexual wellness resource, locally owned and operated, open seven days a week. Uh, the staff's really supportive, very passionate about making sure their customers have a positive experience. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. I mean, talking about sex can be uncomfortable, if you let it. Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. You're free to just shop anonymously or, you know, don't be shy. Engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building an honest dialogue and relationship with their customers and helping people make informed decisions. 
It's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's a store for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask about their free workshops as well. BlackVelvetBoutique.com, located at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. This year's Tour de Cure is on June 10th in Brigham City to support the fight against diabetes. The Tour de Cure is not a race, but an event for everyone with options, including a 5K walk run and bike routes ranging from a family-friendly 12-mile ride up to a challenging 100-mile century ride. Every route is supported with rest stops, food to fuel the journey, and fans to cheer you on. Enjoy the beautiful scenery, followed by a great after-party. The Tour de Cure is proud to partner with the Brigham City Heritage Arts Festival, where all participants can enjoy performances, artisans, children's activities, and more. Did you know that over 200,000 adults and children are living with diabetes in Utah alone? Ride, run, or walk for those you love living with diabetes and help fund critical research, advocacy, and education. To register or volunteer, visit the American Diabetes Association at diabetes.org slash geekshow. Learn more and let them know you heard about it here by going to diabetes.org slash geekshow. Remember, it starts with you. Hey everybody, this is Jimmy Martin for the Geek Show Podcast and my wife Kat Martin has a special offer just for you. Are you tired of dusting your Legos? Yep. Polishing your Funko Pops? Oh, yeah. And just cleaning your house in general? Yep. Well, give Cats Cleaning a call at 801-403-7342 today. With 17 years' experience, Cat, that's me, has carefully selected my employees and trained them in all of my ridiculously OCD ways. Check out Cats Cleaning SLC on Yelp and Facebook, Cat is with a K, to read our five-star reviews and visit catscleaningslc.com for more info. We've even been featured on local news and actually cleaned for local celebrities, including the one and only Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Mention Geek Show for a 10% discount. That's 801-403-7342. Or go to catscleaningslc.com. Cat with a K. Oh, yeah. And so I and so I said that's why I went on a diet. <laughs> Fair enough. Tony needs glasses. Right. How, how's your your fucking shoe taste, bud? Eh, it's a little dirty. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we were talking about video games on the last episode, and I, I wanted to bring this up, but I felt it needed its own space to breathe mm. with this a little bit. When you remember the game Rampage? Hell yes. yes. Oh, yeah. God. Beating up buildings and shit? Fuck yeah. those buildings! And you were either a gorilla, a giant gorilla, a giant lizard, or Lizzie, a, werewolf. a giant werewolf. Yeah. yeah. And you'd, you'd climb up on the buildings and start punching them and punching yep. them and destroy them. And Until they collapse. And you eat the people, too. You I could think, reach yeah. in and eat people. But sometimes you accidentally punch a toaster and get electrocuted. Yeah, That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. I love that game. Well, they're making a movie. No! Of course they are. I heard about this. Starring The Rock. The, the Rock. Of course. The Rock. Because so, you can't make a movie without yeah. The Rock anymore. So on his Instagram, he posted a picture of him working out. Huh? He with, does that? Wait, he works out? With these giant fucking chains around his neck. And, and when I say, I'm, it's not a decorative chain, yeah. but We're an actual... chains. You know, like an anchor yeah. for a boat. Chains. <clears throat> and here's what he said. Uh, good to finally have boots on the ground here in Georgia for the production of Rampage. God, everything is in Georgia. It's the tax breaks. I head up an anti-poaching unit out of Rwanda. My best friend is a rare albino gorilla named George. Oh, Jesus Christ. Very bad people infect George, an alligator, and a wolf with serum. Sad. All three animals grow at an unprecedented rate. Bigly sad. Their size, speed, agility, and violent aggression is off the charts. 
they go on a deadly rampage <laughs> oh, Jesus, and, wa- and want to destroy the world. <laughs> I play a guy named Jared whose father-in-law sends him to fix the problem. George not happy, me not happy. When, it, when animals like you, they lick you. When they don't like you, they kill you. I will hunt down the bad people who did this to my best friend, and when we find them, I will not lick them. That's what? a long. That's a long Twitter. Oh, no, no, it's Instagram. The, yeah, oh, when, Instagram. The rock, oh. when the Rock posts something on Instagram, it's a fucking paragraph. It's yeah. inspirational as fuck, but it's a paragraph. So there he is. He's they're making. Wow, <laughs> so funny! It'll make so much more money than King Arthur. I'm just excited oh. after they make this one. They're going to make Joust. I'm waiting for Burger Time. Hey, <laughs> Joust, Joust! I swear to God, that movie that that could actually be an amazing movie. Uh, no, <laughs> guys on guys on flying ostriches. Ah! With yeah, I'm really excited for root beer tapper. Oh no, I just want I want tapper tapper. <laughs> yeah, I want tapper tapper. tapper. I want <laughs> pa- a little edgy. I want I want paperboy because paper the, boy, the yeah. montage scene that leads up to you know the paperboy keep different paper boys getting run down by cars pulling out of their driveways. <laughs> Going on a side note, real fast speaking of video games, <laughs> these chains uh, ain't that big. Thank though. thank God for Guardians of the Galaxy for get, getting us up. A good version of Pac-Man on screen. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you, Pixels. <laughs> Wait, yeah. You know the other video game I'd like to see adapted? Crazy Climber. All right, I that was guy, actually going to say that. He, he'd be climbing up that skyscraper, and that bird would come and shit on shit him. Shit on me, and, fall. Yep. Yeah. And it's so hard, people would, people sl- would shut the windows on his fingers. It's like, why are you shutting the fingers? Yeah. Oh. God, 1980 was a great year for video games. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing Bubble Bubble. D- Dig Dug the movie. I'm waiting Dig for this. Dig Dug's just violent. I mean, can you imagine being killed by a guy with a bicycle pump? I Holy know, right? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to see. <laughs> I'm he just digs around and inflates you until you explode. Stop pumping my asshole. <laughs> I'm going I'm going old school. I want to see fucking Skee-Ball the movie. <laughs> wow. In a world. Oh, you're going analog. Are they still making a Tetris movie? Uh, Yeah, they're still talking. I feel, it. Like, uh, I feel uh. like Excite Bike would be a great teen, <laughs> it's teen like motocross. It's, it's called Rad. Right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, that's not motorcycles, oh. though. Uh, let's see. What else are they making here? Um, Brad! <laughs> I want to see elevator action. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, uh, Can I get some of that jerky, please? Um, it's easy to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, if you ever make a poster for your restaurant, please just say it's easy to eat. Oh, I, I'm going to have so many posters of Jay. With a picture of Jay eating it. Yeah, yeah. Jay, Jay Whitaker says... It fits in your mouth! <laughs> it fits in your mouth. It's easy to eat. Yep. I like that. Uh, let's see. Easy J jerky. That's right. No, I can't market that. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my Wonder Woman comment last week. I, I know. Yeah. Um, War of the Worlds. Yes. We oh, we the, need another one. We've already made like three of them, right? 17. Made, like, thousands of them. There was Including, a TV show. Oh, those the melts on that were great. Because mm-hmm. the, the aliens would melt. Well, Tom Cruise sneezed and it killed everybody. Oh, the bacteria. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it makes sense. That's actually the greatest threat we have from extra terrestrials. Tom Cruise, yeah. The bacteria they bring with them. I wonder if Tom Cruise felt conflicted in that movie. What, Fight, killing Xenu? Fighting aliens. Yeah. You know, I just, well, well, he, the wrong killed aliens. <laughs> he killed him by jumping on a couch. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, well, you're going to get another <clears throat> War of the Worlds series. Series, okay. From the BBC. They have commissioned it. Okay. Uh, the uh, writer is uh, Peter Harness. Who adapted Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell for BBC? That was a good series. Highfalutin show, yes. Well, if and, you wanted uh, to see Edwardian era sorcery, oh, it wasn't Edwardian; it was Napoleonic era. Yeah, sorcery. Uh, so he's uh, he's putting it together for the BBC. Your he's, wife wouldn't like it. A lot of magic. Yeah, <laughs> she 
she doesn't. Wait, I, I, I gotta ask, why doesn't you I? I never. I didn't get into scares it. Scares her. She just. She says I don't like magic. She got. <laughs> she she comes from a war torn country. I, mean. uh, I think and she got turned into a newt one time. It's specifically in movies. A newt. She, she doesn't it like magic in movies because she thinks it's too easy to fix things. You know, because the wizard uh, did it. I just know. no, I just well, like that. I that's a weird that, thing. Like it's not necessarily a weird thing, but I just, it's like a fun fact. It does, just, does she like, like she cartridge? Watching the movie, and then all of a sudden she's like, ah, fuck it, man. <laughs> well, see, here's, but, God but damn then, it. no, but then here's the thing: is that she she likes watching uh, uh, Penn and Teller fool us with me, like she, sleight of hand. Yeah, that stuff she's fine with, but magic in movies she doesn't like. So she she probably fucking hates Harry Potter. She doesn't not like Harry Potter. No, Yo, I just started watching well, Harry Potter again. Here's, that shit's dope. It, it is. That's all I got. It is, as the youth saying, quite dope. Quite dope. <laughs> if, if, if a story has magic in it and the magic is created correctly and isn't just kind of a, what's the term I'm looking for, ex machina? A wizard did it. Yeah. yeah. As long as they avoid stuff like that, I think magic is can be awesome. But yeah, yeah as soon as it becomes a, oh, we'll just fix it with this you know thing that turns back time. Sure. A then, wizard then it and that's, stupid. that's why I liked Doctor Strange so much is because he, he used magic, but his final solution was... Was not a good one for no, him, you know. No, I mean, <laughs> trapped himself. <laughs> trapped himself with the magic. <clears throat> anyway, um, let's see. I need to see that again. Uh, David Fincher is directing a World War Z sequel. Huh. Fincher, that and shit. So uh, Brad Pitt will be back in that. Interesting. I I liked that movie. I, I normally not. get. You didn't like it? It just Fe- creeped the fuck out of me because, like, one, I'm so used to zombies being slow. Mm. That's your fuck with then me. Then don't watch 28 Days Later. Yeah. No, I mean, no, but World <laughs> 20 War... 20 Days Later is fantastic. Yeah, it's I'm great. just saying, though, that's... Okay, I'm a dude who has actually gone through uh, how this could happen in the real world, right? Yeah. You know, I know, he lost his toenail. <laughs> <laughs> you guys... No, I mean, I, that, that, shit, that shit really resonates in, in a part of my brain that says it could happen. Yeah. So, uh, 28 Days Later, the, the first rage virus zombie you see running down the road, I'm like... Fuck no. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, Which I finally heard that his name is Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Oh, yeah. it's not Cillian? It's yeah, Killian? I always thought Cillian. Okay. Oh, and I'll tell you what, too. On World War Z, if you've never listened to the audiobook, you should check it out. It's like honestly one of the best audiobooks who, uh, who I've ever read. Who reads it? A is bunch it, of different people, like different Alan people. Alda. And oh, like, it's, like a bunch of, like, it's one of those ones where they, they, they have a cast, and they do a cast reading. That's cool. Well, really the, the reason this is significant is because, well, we didn't think we'd get a sequel, and be it's David Fincher and, and him and Brad Pitt. They worked together on some a couple of great movies. Seven, nope. Fight Club, which is one of my favorite Fin-tron. movies. Fincher's been trying to get a goon adaptation from the comic book The Goon yeah. off, the, off the ground for like four years. And, oh. uh, and Benjamin Button they worked on together. So that should be interesting. Was and, that Fincher? Yeah. That's Fincher. God. And I then, miss Fincher. <clears throat> and then this. Do you have any movie reviews or anything? No, nah, not this. Okay. Nope. All right. Then there's the company is coming out, though. <laughs> which I'm excited for. Yeah. I, okay. What's the movie? Um, Prometheus? Huh? No, 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 no. Um, Alien. It's about, no, it's about the uh, the superhero. Um, um, it's baby, a boy, young boy, boss. though. It's, it's bringing with an S. Black kid. Oh, Slight? Yeah. Oh, Slight. Is that out? Is that out? Oh, yeah, it's out. Uh, it's is out it, by now, yeah. Is it good? Okay. I want to see yeah, it. I haven't seen it. Okay. Oh. No, I'm just curious. All right. I thought it looked cool. Yeah, it didn't, no, didn't screen I, for I, us. I heard a lot of good things. Yeah? yeah? I think it was at Sundance, if I remember right. Yeah. And then finally Just this. curious. Uh... The He-Man movie just got a new writer. Oh, thank God. It's already got a writer, and Dolph Lundgren's in it, and it's fantastic. I'm just amazed they found uh, Yakov Smirnoff. David S. Goyer is on board. What? Uh-oh. As if he hasn't got enough other things to work on. I know, right? Jeez. Uh, he is. Uh, his script is the catalyst that Sony hopes will finally... 
Get that shit Get that off the ground. shit done. Uh, they want to attract A-list stars for the main roles. Sure. Uh, absolutely. So let me just happen. Let me just suggest then... The Rock. <laughs> Ron Swanson. As He-Man? As Beast-Man. Oh, okay. Oh, or as uh, Man-at-Arms. I was going to say, I could see him as Man-at-Arms. Man-at-Arms. For sure. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or many faces. I'm telling mm-hmm. you right now, the only way to make this thing watchable is make it a comedy. You've got uh, to. Or... I, yeah. Just got I to. agree. Or just go all the way the other direction and do it like DC Comics did before the cartoon started. Dark? Well, because when DC did the comic series, again, before the cartoon, uh, it was all Frank Franzetta, sword and sorcery shit, really grim. Just Skeletor em- was... Embrace the weird. Yeah, Skeletor was cool. evil as shit. Well, I, let me ask this question, because it kind of hey, goes into yeah. the same realm hey, of uh, <laughs> Power Rangers, which yeah. I didn't know until the other day that I guess it flopped fucking horribly. Really? Power Rangers? Yeah, did? that's what our good friend Eddie said. I, I uh, figured Eddie hmm. alone made that movie probably. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, didn't, I didn't follow up on the returns on that. But if you went to, like, Toys R Us, which, if there's any left, because they're all yeah. closing, uh, Power Rangers had a huge, you know, selection of toys. And right. Had, who the fuck cares about He-Man? So uh, how are you going to make... Well, that's what they're trying to do, is they're trying to reintroduce it to a new... Uh, well, well, I don't see I, it I, happening. I, I do see it happening. The reason being is because of there's a generation gap between Power Rangers and He-Man. He-Man's He-Man, mid-80s. Yeah, He-Man, that's Voltron. That's yep. like, that's that... Because, like, I remember, I, I remember being in fourth grade, and I was Team Voltron hard. And then the fucking third graders were all about Power And there was a but, huge divide, and it, that's how it went. But here's what's it... Well, Power Rangers failed, and He-Man, like, at least Power Rangers still has shows going on, yeah. is what I would say. There's nothing for He-Man. He-Man like, had two... Like, re- like Ninja it Turtles. Had a, it had, a, it had, it had a return. actually really good relaunch in the mid-90s. Yeah. Uh, Mid-90s, uh, but I'm saying like, Ninja, yeah. Ninja Turtles at least has like a show going on right Ninja now. Ninja Turtles has managed to stay relevant for three decades yeah. now, which is kind which of Which is amazing. weird. I just don't see yeah. it relaunching. And, and the new, the new, guys, the new show on Nickelodeon is fantastic. It's really good. Yeah. Just give it a chance. Give He-Man a chance? Yeah, I'm going to quote Jimmy. Just give it a oh, chance. No, I will. Movie wise, I will always say, "Show me what you got." Yeah, show, show me what, what you got. got. I think if I but, were if I were the people getting ready to throw millions of dollars at a, at a franchise like that, I would go ahead and do a new show instead yeah. of that's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, a new cartoon, a new cartoon, and build go ahead. an audience and then make a movie. Yeah, because I mean, you think about that's it. what they're gonna have to do with Street Sharks. <laughs> or, or, Jawsome or cops, right? Remember the cops cartoon? Cops, yeah. Yes, yeah. I can't remember, that, you know, or let's relaunch Mask as a motion picture instead of a cartoon in a toy it's, line. It's happening. it's happening. As a motion picture. Yeah. Get yep. the fuck no, out. No, they're, they're weaving it in the G.I. Joe and Transformers ah. and all that. The okay. Hasbroverse. They're bringing in the Hasbroverse. It's going to okay. be G.I. Joe luck. Mask. Yeah. And- I mean, you don't see them relaunching Thundercats as a major motion picture. Nope. But People they, need to get re-familiar. But here's the thing. They, did relaunch, uh, they did relaunch Voltron, and it... Was successful. Thunder yeah, but it, was a, it was a show. Thundercats no, tremendously He-Man. successful. It's coming back around. It's it's uh, you're going to get more episodes of uh, you know why? Legendary Defender. I'm all for a He-Man movie. Don't get me wrong, but that's my childhood. But like beyond like you know kids from the 80s and stuff like that, who gives a shit? You know? Well, the reason why the Voltron series on Netflix worked is because it was faithful to the original, yeah. but made the things that didn't work on the original work. Like the whole thing with with Pidge. Spoiler. Uh, Pidge on the original show is just a strange little character. On this, uh, you find out halfway through the first season that Pidge is pretending to be a guy. He's been a girl all along, trying yep. to find her big brother. Exactly. It's, it's little, nicely written surprises. 
And the manager from Concords plays the guy that runs the Castle of Lions. It kills me. He's he's just fantastic. There's just a little... You uh, robot lions can't be in here. I swear that line's actually uttered at one point. But here's, so, here's I, the one problem I do have with Voltron. I just got to say this. It always drove me crazy because I, as a kid, I, I would always point this out. And this is the one thing that didn't change. That they, do, they do keep it true to the original. Those lions are have to be fuel efficient because every time they form up, they go out to the... They leave the battle. They go out to the middle, the middle of the galaxy. Of the fucking galaxy. <laughs> There's there's so, a great. What is the gas mileage on the lions? I need to know. <laughs> there's a great animated, uh, great animated sp- spoof on He-Man that when Prince Adam pulls up the sword of power and does the whole "I have the power" bit, yeah. and at that point Skeletor says, "Fire now!" He'll <laughs> 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 be standing there like that for a minute or two. <laughs> Here's my question about Voltron. I watched probably six episodes of the new series. Loser. Yeah. You have all these uh, these cool. bad guys that they throw at Voltron uh-huh. to try to capture him to make Voltron his own to fight with. Right. But if you throw something at Voltron and it defeats Voltron, all of a sudden Voltron isn't the most powerful. Wouldn't you want to just leave him there at that point and keep using whatever it is you beat Voltron with as the now the ultimate power in the universe? Trust me. Uh, it's a cartoon. No, no, but no <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> no, but Voltron... It's classic villain you're, If you're looking for Vol- <laughs> Voltron has no logic. Like, my favorite part of Voltron was watching them go off into space, mm. warm up, and you're like, that shit doesn't make any sense. Mm. And then, as soon as they do Blazing Sword, the episode's over. The epi- like, I would get up which and is, like, which <laughs> is why Which is why Blazing Sword did not happen much in the Netflix series. Yeah. Yeah, when I, it was yeah. also not all powerful. Because I'm telling you, if you watch the old school shit, every time, like, I would, me and my brother, we would go get up and get another bowl of cereal. Because you know, we, we know hey, but there's, we're good. There's other logic, or lack of logic at work there. You've got a council of druids that can send a hundred foot tall row beast down to fight the Galaxy Defender, right? Right. Why not send down ten? That's another good yeah. thing. Oh, you know? My row beast! Man! But I will then, only send one at a time. Yeah. They just, yeah. Maybe they just had limit budget on bioengineering. Uh, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah you, can only, you can only send out so many stem cells before yeah. you have to restock by harvesting all those babies. <laughs> Very bad people. I just, I just don't know how Skeletor was able to form words without lips, okay? Hey, that's another good question. Hi, hey, man. Well, the funny part is, what? If you actually watch really carefully the original Filmation series, you can see Beastman slightly moving his lips while Skeletor's mouth is moving. So he's the genius. He was the brain. He was the brain. That's why it never worked because it was Beastman. I'm all for. I'm all for a He-Man movie if they make it as a comedy. Skeletor is is voiced by. Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> I would fucking love it. Would it. Fit. Uh, no, I, no, like, it I would fit. No, like it would fit. It yep. would fit. I There's, just I picture the executive and sitting in Los Angeles in an office and they're like, oh, do you have any ideas? Like He Man? He like yeah, fuck, yeah I guess. fuck it, whatever. No, no, all right, all right. My wife hates me. You know? <laughs> she hates magic. And find out, if, find out if Megan's ready to play Evil In again. Get the rock, Evil In, you boob, fucking rock. And starring Vin Diesel uh, as Beastman. Are they Shannon. towing my car? No, let, oh, God damn Chan- it. Let's throw fucking no. Shannon Tatum in You know there, what they need to do, though? Because, because the He-Man toy line was so good at taking the same mold and painting it different to make it a different guy. That's right. They need to cast, like, say you get Vin Diesel to play Beastman, right? He has to be Mossman, he, he also has to be Mossman and Stinkor. <laughs> Oh no! He, Sneak War was based off the Merman. So model. it's like yeah. Michael Keaton in multiplicity. Yeah, just just have him play the same <laughs> same actor. What the same like actor that. that plays the same monster from the same mold <clears throat> every single time. So I, so the guy that plays He Man is going to play Fake Or. Yeah, and Prince Adam. You know what? Fuck it. Just get Dolph Lundgren back. No. <clears throat> hey. No. 
He is a talent now. Yeah, God, he's he's neither. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was the, we, he, we, look. He's, he was on Arrow this season. All right, he's I, very oh, smart. God, though. Was he? Yeah. I watched I Come in Peace, stoned and sober, and both times thought to myself, "This is that amazing. Man, that man's terrible." Oh, oh. Uh, games, DVDs. Who's first? I'm, I'm looks ready. like you're ready. Yeah, so. right. uh, let's see. We got. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I thought so. Operation Babel. <laughs> I don't know what that is. All those That's biblical the games. These there. all look really kind of lame. These, there's only really one important game coming out. Well, there's a new Fire Emblems game for the Nintendo 3DS, if you like that. Those have a pretty good following. But other than that, Injustice 2 comes out this week. Oh, yeah. Yes. So you can be the DC heroes and villains and fight each other. And, and already the internet hates the way the Joker looks. I'm yeah. going yeah. to so. punch, punch somebody all the way into the Batcave. Yep. That but, is the uh, uh, that's uh, the big one. The injustice, the mobile one, is the one I spent the most money on, and I will not give. You won't give a final tally on how much you spent. No, <laughs> I mean these, these are these are essentially Mortal Kombat. It's the same company that but, made Mortal Kombat, but with a story. They tweak it. Uh, yeah. They tweak the fighting engine, uh, put in all the DC characters, and write a whole story for it yep. and everything. It's like what if? Yeah, basically. What yeah. if Lois Lane was murdered? Exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's it? That's it. Okay, movies? Triple uh, X, The Return of Xander Cage. Yeah! If you want to watch, Vin, if you watch <laughs> Vin Diesel ride a motorcycle on water, go and for it. a plane crash for two days. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Resident Evil, The Final Chapter. Oh, yeah, that was great. Loved it. I never saw it. Me, me either. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that is it. Kind of a that's slow week. Yeah. That's good enough. That'll do. Mr. Uh, Mr. B, if you would, please. Well, finish, I got to tell you. Finish this, sh- this out here. This shit's just innovative. I've uh, always enjoyed ham, <laughs> right? But now that they have made it so it actually just like fits right in your fucking mouth, <laughs> it's um, it's so just it's a real pleasure. It's, it's easy. A real it's easy pleasure. to eat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's easy super to easy to eat. Yeah. It's not like that table over there. It's very nice to meet you. Hey, it's nice to meet you, Jimmy. So, how is it? Uh, this movie, the last one was seven years ago. What makes kids laugh nowadays compared to seven years ago? The same stuff. That same, hasn't changed. That, nothing's changed? Nothing's changed. <laughs> People are still laughing at uh, movies from 50, 60 years ago. Yeah. I, I don't think comedy's changed dramatically in the last seven years. Sure. <laughs> what is it like to reignite a franchise with a whole new cast? It's exciting. You know, I mean, the last cast are beloved. Everyone, they're, they're, they're fantastic. But, you know, the kids, they're college age now. They couldn't, yeah. play, they couldn't play middle schoolers. It'd be awkward. And, it felt, and, it, and it, it'd be weird to just swap the kids out and have the same parents. So. <laughs> It's nice to just it's 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 nice to do a soft reboot and sure. uh, sort of refresh the franchise a little bit, make things think things new for a new generation of viewers. Yeah, no, I, I definitely caught at least two Hitchcock references. I'm yeah, guessing there were. Are there more than that? And are there any references to road trip movies? <laughs> I don't, there were definitely there. Are, you know, I grew up watching Hitchcock movies. I, I I love Hitchcock more than anyone. It. Um, I think there are a few references to movies throughout. I didn't put too many of them in. Yeah. <laughs> but um, just for the eagle-eyed. Are there any original movies that inspired you during this movie that might not have made it in? The, the movie that inspired most was National Lampoon's Vacation, which I think, is a fa- I think everyone's had <laughs> that Griswold experience. Of course. And I, and I, and I just wanted a, a Griswold experience for yeah. the Hefleys. Speaking of the Griswolds, like, what, what is it about road trips that make a family unite? <laughs> They're so hard, and you're and you're and you're all in it together. I mean, you're stuck together. Yeah. So you either you either unite, or you fall apart. <laughs> and in our movie, the Hefleys fall apart. It goes horribly wrong. <laughs> but then they 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 come back together and they 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 reunite in a big way. Sure. Do you personally have any horrific stories on the road? Um, 
on the road, no, tell you what, I flew into Indianapolis yesterday. I had the worst turbulence <laughs> I've ever known. There were people throwing up. It was a disaster. Wow. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> Speaking of throwing up and disasters, uh, your movie has a lot of gross-out gags. What is yeah. the, perf- per- the, the way to perfect a gross-out gag? Um, I think the way to perfect a gross-out gag is not to go for an easy laugh <laughs> and to really earn it. I think, I th- I think, I think that's it. I think, if, I think if a gross-out gag is just gross... Mm-hmm on its own yeah. it's not going to be funny it's just going to be gross I think if a gross out gag is within there's a funny situation and it yeah. comes out of character and the way that everyone is around it sure. then I think I think you've got a right to put it into your movie <laughs> without just being a gross out gag I think it's just you've got to make it genuinely funny to, yeah. to have it in there uh, please tell me whose idea was it to put one of the greatest bands ever in your movie was Me First and the Gimme Gimmies <laughs> <laughs> that is our music supervisor Julia Michaels finds great music for us yeah and, um, you know, we listen to it and we go, this is awesome. And yeah. we put it in. It's a great song. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, last question. Speaking of music, it's a question I like to ask everybody because I think it tells a lot about a person. What is your go-to karaoke song? My go-to karaoke song is um, I Never Go to Karaoke. How about that? <laughs> That's what some people's answer is. <laughs> Absolute pleasure to meet you, man. Nice meeting Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. It's a pleasure to meet both of you. Uh, first, for you, what's the trick to keeping a franchise fresh movie after movie, book after book? That's a good question. I, I've, I've, um, I'm always trying to figure out how to keep it fresh. I'm always looking for ways to look at childhood from a different angle. And for this book, for this movie, The Long Haul, I thought, you know what? I haven't explored the road trip yet. It's such a <laughs> rite of passage for kids. For road trips, what do you think unites a family? Well, I mean, first of all, just being together uh, <laughs> unites them. And, and, and just doing activities together without any interruptions with technology yeah <laughs> that that's also one way that they can unite but i mean j- just the key and the point of being together as a family and doing everything as a family sure. uh brings them closer together now you had the task of being covered with cheeto dust uh mud <laughs> what was the hardest thing to apply and what was the hardest thing to get off okay so the cheeto dust was definitely the hardest to apply it took at least 30 or 45 minutes i was just standing there stiff as a statue while they airbrushed me but the uh mud probably was the hardest to get off because after a while it would dry on the skin and we had to just rub and brush our face with soap and water uh that only took 10 minutes but it was still pretty irritating it's pretty rough yeah it was a bit uh, rough so i don't know if this was your idea or if it was the director's idea what is with the clown pictures in the motel room <laughs> the clown pictures were just to give you this this creepy vibe yeah. you know you never want to be in a motel room where there are actually sad clown <laughs> pictures you know, did you they creep you sleep? out uh, you know what? They actually did. I have a huge fear of clowns. Huh. Well, I now heard, you do. I heard there was a clown in your room. And the, yeah, I just heard The funny that. thing is, I actually wanted to be a clown when I was younger. <laughs> I would look at them and I'm like, oh my god, that is so amazing. <laughs> and now I look at them as just creepy you guys end up at a geek convention, which are things that I love, right. and I love cosplayers. If you had to choose a cosplay, like a costume, who would you dress up as? Yoshi. Ooh, Yoshi? <laughs> I'm a huge Mario I'll go fan. As, I'll go as Luigi then. How about that? All right. All right, there we go. <laughs> I love the animated sequences in this. Uh, what inspires your animation, and, and, and who inspired it? What really inspires my cartooning style is simplicity. I learned a lot about cartooning, drawing as as a middle schooler because you really need to be as efficient as possible. Sure. And so I try to use as few lines as possible to get the biggest expression out of it. You mentioned technology earlier. How do you think technology has changed 
children's uh, childhoods and you know for the better or worse yeah i think that technology is so pervasive especially even in the past two years yeah much more pervasive than we ever thought it would be so i think it's like a, a giant human experiment we'll see what it yields you guys get to sing in this movie obviously and i think <laughs> a lot actually and one of my favorite questions to ask anybody because i think it tells a lot about a person is what is your go-to karaoke song Oh my gosh, I can't even think, but it's my favorite song. Uh, I mean, I, I'm actually a classic rock fan. Oh, nice. Uh, they, thank you, Dad. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Any particular bands? Oh, um, Rolling Stones, first of all. I love that. You got it down pat. <laughs> <laughs> if you said ACDC, it would have been best friend. ACDC, ACDC. <laughs> oh my gosh, thank you. Highway to Hell. <laughs> you got one for you? I'm going to go with Muse, Uprising, or uh, maybe Bon Jovi, Wanted Dead or Alive. Oh, they got the vocals. Yeah, Pleasure thanks. to meet you. <laughs> right. Thanks, guys. Right, thank Appreciate you. it. You guys have a great day. Thanks. It's a pleasure to meet both of you. Nice to meet you. Um, please tell me, what is the phenomenon that bonds people and families together on road trips? I guess it's time together. You go on a little adventure with your family. Yeah. Um, you know, it's probably harkens back to the days of the Wild West and the stagecoaches, as <laughs> uh, my guess. It's perfect for Utah. Yep, perfect. <laughs> um, I had a lot of fun doing it because this is what I did as a kid. We didn't, I didn't fly on a plane until I was in my 20s. You know, my family only took out the station wagon and the camper, and this is what we did. If I was going to be stuck in a minivan for two months, I'm glad I got to do it with this lovely lady right here. We had a blast. Um, and our kids, our fake kids, were pretty cool <laughs> as well. Speaking of kids, what's the biggest difference between about raising kids in the 20th century like you guys talk about in the film compared to like when we were kids and the way our parents raised us? I like how you did that. You made us feel younger by saying that he was well the same generation. Because yeah, right? he's like... He's really young. Yeah, he's young. <laughs> uh, so... I guess it's just difficult now. It's more challenging because of all the screens and all the internet stuff. And it's just, not, you know, it, we tried to employ more of a um, guessing game, kind of thought games with, with this movie, you know, when we weren't shooting. Uh, we definitely, you know, the, and the challenge is there. You know, yeah. most, most kids these days are just too distracted and overstimulated. You guys end up at a geek convention, which is one of my favorite places to go to because there's always cosplayers there. If you could choose a cosplay costume to do, what would you do? <laughs> What, what would you dress up as at Comic-Con if you that could That sounded a, like another language. It did, it did. I, but, you know, I speak that language. Yeah. I, I speak I, just, I, right I barely here. got yeah. it. I heard geek. Geek. Cosplayers. Cosplayers. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was speaking nerd. Okay. And I, I speak And you that. love that. I love it. And you love it because your kid loves it. Or yeah, you just really love yeah, it. I grew up a nerd. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Why is it a nerd? I don't get it. Yeah, you just are. It's fine. It's okay. Nerds are cool now. But nerd... They got rid of bullies, but, and now nerds have, like... Uh, overpopulated. Nerd, they need to bring some bullies back into the population. Kind of like, you know. I thought nerds were the ones who, like, really enjoyed reading and learn. Like, what's, how does that... If there's nerds and there's geeks. That's yes, the difference. you're right. Yeah. Why are you explaining that to me? <laughs> I'm explaining to her. Because you're, but you're saying the geek is the one who does, likes to watch this com... Say it again? Cosplays. Cosplays. Geek conventions. Nerds geek out at cosplay. <laughs> so if you can wear a geek costume But what cosplay. happens there? It's just so costume party? So you go to, like, Comic-Con or, or any of these cons, and uh, they, um... People like to dress up as their favorite, like... 
character. characters. Oh. Like, it's like from a comic books or movies. Right, right. But it spans <laughs> many, many, many yeah. uh, eras. And uh, yeah, some it's all the same. Fantasy eras. Uh, what do you would you be like? Um, what character? Yeah, what character would you go with? Would what you would go? You be? Well, uh, you know, I was Han Solo for three Halloweens in a row when I was a kid. Oh, you not recently. Han Solo. Thank you. I get that. <laughs> I feel like so. I feel like I'm not like a guy who'd be in a cosplay. I don't. You don't think you'd do it? I don't think I would do it. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. But because I did it as a kid, I feel like I got it all out of my system. But but if we had to, if, you if, we, had if to. we had to, right now, I think I would like something, um, you know, just like against type. You know, I would like go with like you know maybe somebody like kind of like evil. You know, maybe yeah. Darth Vader, somebody like okay. super evil. I see that too. And then I could wear the helmet and like kind of be anonymous. <laughs> kind of Can I go as the wimpy kid? Yes, Boom, you totally right could. You okay, could go I'm as gonna, your character go. from. Can I go as too. Greg? <laughs> that, that would work, <laughs> totally, right? Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, with the cape. I don't know. You guys bring up one of the most delicious <laughs> carnival foods, which is deep fried butter. Oh my god! What is your favorite junk food? I love. Um, <laughs> I, I love lots of junk food. I think In and Out is my favorite, okay. but I don't like like love their fries. Did you say junk food or carnival food? Junk food, okay, which junk is food. carnival food. Okay, okay. Sure, sure, sure. My favorite carnival food would be anything deep fried. <laughs> That's everything at carnivals. Yeah, I know you're healthy and you avoid I, that what, like the what, plague. What would I love? To, I mean, like popcorn in a movie is exciting. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that is that's the dirtiest she gets. There you go. Food I mean, that popcorn. sounds good. Or like I don't know. I just go crazy on. We were having a tasting for the Kind Life, and we did all the. We tasted all these new ice cream, vegan ice creams, and there were some really good vegan ice creams oh, out perfect. there and cakes. You guys get to sing in the film, and one of my favorite questions to ask everybody because I think it tells a lot about a person is what is your go-to karaoke song? I karaokeed in Japan with the coolest Japanese people ever. <laughs> that my friend Shing and um, Hiroto. And I refuse to do it again. Post what stays in Japan, what happens in Japan stays in Japan. Like I don't want to do that in America. You know what mine is now? What? Spice Girls. Do you do the song now, or just? No, it would be my favorite now, just because I feel like we did choreography for it, so I already have some moves. I know the dialogue. You're so good at it too. That song when he goes really high pitched at this one point and he really goes for it. It's so good. Awesome. Pleasure meeting both of you so much. Likewise. Take care, man. Have a great day.